Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. More than 40,000 people are expected to attend the Canada Farm Progress Show, which opens next week in Regina. Manager Shirley Janesco says move-in is already underway. She says major equipment coming to the show with convoys running at 5 a.m. and 7 p.m. starting on Thursday. She adds new themes are being featured to celebrate the show's 40th anniversary. We're very excited to have celebrating 40 years of progress with our show. We have themed Wednesday as uh, Women in Ag, so we're celebrating all the women involved in agriculture as well as agribusiness. And anybody walking up to our gates that day will receive 40% off their admission in celebration of the Women in Ag. We also are hosting our very first Empowering Women's Conference. And this is going to be held in the New Mosaic Stadium, so we're very excited about having that available to us. And our keynote speaker for that event is Rachel Malkey from Hilberg and Burke. So if, uh, we've also partnered to uh, make a, a signature piece of jewelry that's going to be available for sale um, in commemoration of our 40th anniversary. Thursday is Young Farmer Day. I think anybody under the age of 40 will receive 40% off their admission when they walk up to the gate. And we also are hosting the Outstanding Young Farmer Luncheon Thursday, where we will be uh, witnessing the family that's going to be awarded with the status of Outstanding Young Farmer for Saskatchewan. So we're pretty excited about that. And that's held in the New, Mos- New Mosaic Stadium as well. Friday's probably going to be the best, most fun day. It's Heritage Day, and we are honouring anybody over the age of 40. They come to our show and walk up at the gate, and they get 40% off their admission. We're also having a pancake breakfast, and it's free with your admission ticket. And it starts at 8 a.m., and it runs till 10 And uh, at 9 o'clock, we're going to start tours of the New Mosaic Stadium for those who haven't had an opportunity to have a sneak peek of it yet. And you've got some educational seminars. Tell me about those. We do. We've got a great lineup at the Farm Progress Forum. We've got everything from grain trading to succession planning. The stage opens at 10 a.m. daily and runs right through until 4 o'clock. And the highlight of that speaker series is Rick Mercer, Friday at 2.15, he's going to be presenting for us. We also have an Ag in the Classroom, which is a program we created last year, brought to our show last year in 2016, and that is returning to our show, and the number of students that have registered this year has doubled what it was in 2016, so we're very excited about that. That's offering our middle-year students opportunities to learn about jobs in the agriculture industry. You've got a lot of international visitors. How many and where from? We do. We probably we have a over 700 already registered. And we have some very unique countries that are coming back to us again this year, or to our show this year. Nigeria will have a couple of representatives. We have a group from the Ivory Coast, Mongolia. We have about 50 people from Russia, Ukraine, Australia. We touch about 50 different countries throughout the world with our show. And why do they come to the show? To see the latest and the greatest, and to uh, they're all intrigued with the technology that we have here in Canada, and they come here because they have the opportunity to see it all in one spot. What is the range of exhibits? Oh, everything from like our ten by ten spaces up to you know twenty thousand square feet. So we have some exhibitors bringing the full line, like Dagoman will bring every piece of equipment they have, as well as you know Brantas. Many of the large exhibitors take advantage of having the show in their backyard to be able to display all of their product. And you know, we have small things as well. We have uh, you know ten by ten the showgrounds, which offers you widgets and gadgets, and, and again technology that you can purchase. How many exhibits do you have, and how many new new inventions? We have about 650 exhibits this year, exhibit spaces, which takes uh, 1.9 million square feet of space. 
Half of them would be inside, half of them outside. So it's a lot of ground to cover. And in the innovations showcase, we have 14 innovations available and they're scattered. Some of them are throughout the show, but we're proud to have seven of them within the innovation pavilion this year. We also have a new program called Farmyard Inventions. We created a platform for farmers to come to the show and show what they've invented in their own backyard. So we've got three entries for that, and that is sponsored by PV Mart. So we're pretty excited to be launching that at our show. And we know that in the years to come, that area will grow. Genesco expects attendance to reach over 40,000 during the three-day event, which runs Wednesday through Friday of next week. Feeder cattle prices across Saskatchewan were moving downward during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder steers were down on average about $2 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were primarily lower last week. Feeder steer prices were lower in all weight categories, declining between $1.05 and $5.29 per hundredweight. The largest price losses were in the 4 to 500 pound weight category. Overall, for the reported feeder steer weight categories, prices on average declined by over $2 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were mixed in the weight categories reported by Canfax last week. Feeder heifer prices range between $4.12 per hundredweight lower to $7.58 per hundredweight higher. Biggest price gains were in the 7 to 800 pound weight category, while the largest losses were in the 5 to 600 pound weight category. And what were the factors pushing down the prices? Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were primarily lower from weaker basis levels in Saskatchewan, which, you know, the basis levels have been very strong for the last few weeks, so that was not really a big surprise. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 7,108 head of cattle sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was up from 5,343 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were steady to lower last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows declined 17 cents to average $111.63 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 slaughter cows declined at $1.17 to average $98.50 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers rebounded last week after declining the last few weeks. Fed steer prices were reported to average $170.74 per hundredweight, and that was up $2.83 per hundredweight from the previous week. Brad Marsignuk compiles the weekly cattle market report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The Saskatchewan Water Security Agency says the Capel River watershed is in fair to excellent shape. The World Wildlife Federation has raised concern about watersheds in Canada, saying one-third are a serious concern due to pollution. Patrick Boyle with the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency says a 25-year monitoring plan is in place to study the watersheds across the province. He says the Capel watershed has a wide range. If we look at the Capel, you know, most of the uh, the water quality index rating for rivers and the three-year average in the Capel, we're looking at everything from, you know, excellent at the Capel River below the Capel Dam to to good at Highway 2. Then you look at Wascana's in fair condition. So it kind of ranges from fair to excellent in the Capel. So, you know, it's somewhere in between, but each area is specific to that. So we have an index that we look at it as far as water quality goes and rate it according to that. You know, other places like Lake Diefenbaker and South Saskatchewan River, we know is very high in water quality and uh, always has been. And we continue to monitor that. And we've been doing some multi-year studies on, on uh, Lake Diefenbaker and the South Saskatchewan, which is our main source for that comes down in the Quapel as well. You know, uh, our province is also pretty nutrient-rich. And some of the data that's in the aquatic uh, or in, that's used in there, you know, we're not 
all monitoring protocols protocols in other parts of Canada, such as the Canadian Aquatic Bio Monitoring Network, they use that and apply it to Saskatchewan, which is really difficult because certain evaluation tools for water quality guidelines are very different. Boyle says efforts are underway to reduce human impact on watersheds using the upgraded Regina Wastewater Treatment Facility as a key example to improve water quality. Saskatchewan is warning residents that Lyme disease is a possibility in the province despite only three confirmed cases since the year 2008. Dr. Denise Worker is the province's Deputy Chief Medical Health Officer. She says the black-legged tick can be brought into the province in various ways, such as on a migrating bird or dogs and people that have visited locations where the disease-carrying insect is prevalent. Dr. Worker says the province actively surveys ticks to see if the black-legged ticks in the province are infected. She says over the last nine years or so, 21,000 ticks have been collected. And of those 21,000 ticks, only 50 um, have been the, the black-legged tick, which is a tick that carries uh, Lyme disease. And of those 50 black-legged ticks, only four um, have been infected with Borrelia burgdorferi, which is the organism that causes Lyme disease. Dr. Worker says black-legged ticks can be identified by their reddish-brown appearance and their substantially smaller size than the common wood tick. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell $1.60 at $4.96.70. Flax dropped $25. Oats rose $0.57 cents at $157.91. Number one red spring wheat increased 823 at 26554. The rest were unchanged. Durham 27456. Feed barley 12703. Yellow peas $340. Feed wheat 141.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up 19 and a half cents a bushel at 620 a bushel. The livestock report on the source 620 CKRM. And now the latest livestock report. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of June 13th. There wasn't a sale in Weyburn last week. It was the Cinnaboy's turn. Slaughtered cattle are still selling strong. Hefferets sold from $1.33 to $1.50. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.05 to $1.33. D3 cows sold from $0.85 cents to $1.02. Counter cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.80. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.27 to $1.47. There wasn't enough steers in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation, but there were a few heifers. 700 to 800-pound heifers averaged $1.89 and sold up to $2.07. And heifers over 900 pounds averaged $1.30 and sold up to $1.49. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 190 to 192 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling in a range of 191 to 193 per CKG. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is up 87 cents per CKG, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3415. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.7555 cents U.S. U.S. regional cash prices gained more than $1 USD per hundredweight in yesterday's trade as strong wholesale port prices provided packers with the confidence to bid live hog prices higher. Coming up, the farm weather.